Welcome to the Computer Game Show, the reunion special. My name's David Turner. I'm here with James Farley. Hey. Matt Murray. Hey. And Sean Bell. Hello, I am a landowner. The the team are back together (laughs) for the first time. Do you know how long it's been? Um, Two weeks. Literally a month. Is it? Yeah, it's been a month because the two weeks you were off, Sean, the week before that, James was off. Oh, so it's course, just yeah, been yeah. fucking ages. It seems mad. So it's better be bloody good is all I'm saying. Because we have had some good guests on that could take any of your places. Not mine. I mean, I'm the well, main one. But like... Not point on me either. <laughs> these these sort of background characters can be replaced is what I'm saying. Deadwood. So, <laughs> Deadwood. No offence, James. <laughs> so what have you missed, Sean? You've missed a lot. You missed... Uh, Man, what? the the whole NX thing. I was so gutted to not be on that episode. Yeah, we were chatting about NX for ages. You missed all <laughs> that. You missed the um uh the the Matt completing uh that game. Life is strange. Oh you yeah, missed yeah. All that oh, chat. yeah. You missed the spoiler chat. Yeah. So do you think he made the right choices? Um. He's, oh wait, can we can we play that? Yeah, I'll I'll bleep that out. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas James did the opposite decision. Uh, that's right, yeah, because he's and a sociopath. He's <laughs> so <It's laughs> isn't he? It's totally undefendable. Just, just <laughs> not bound by rules, Sean. <laughs> I liked your reasoning behind L- it. Rules or logic. <laughs> the game wanted me to do it, so I went, no. <laughs> he is seriously sitting there with his rage T-shirt on, just moaning about cues. <laughs> all sorts. I hate you, James. I hate you too, so it's all right. Are you still in Switzerland? Yeah, yeah. And it's not their national uh, day today. There's no fireworks going I'm, I'm in a laundry room today, though. So it's, <laughs> what, what do you mean? are you doing in a laundry room? Uh, it's a long story. Just... No, it's not I a long was, story. I was hoping the answer to that was going to be, I'm doing my laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was no, hoping it was going to be like the old Coke cover where like James is in like a white T-shirt and there's those like, <laughs> middle-aged women looking at him, but he's actually podcasting. <laughs> yeah, but they'll be throwing up constantly. <laughs> what, James, yeah, what, why would they be throwing up? Because look at ya. <laughs> it's not nice, David. <laughs> I'm not a nice person. Because now, you'll what? be podcasting in the laundromat, James. Why are you in the laundry room? Because it's the only place where I am at the moment which is quiet. It's um... <laughs> <laughs> What, in a hotel? You're in a hotel, right? I'm not in a hotel, no. I'm in, uh, what are you... in a relative's home. Right, okay. What I like about that sentence, that whole bit, is the fact that like I feel like he's already gone out of his way to just find somewhere quiet for himself, never mind for yes. the show. <laughs> James is <laughs> <a> safe place. <laughs> it's true. No, it's actually true, because when I got here, because I've, I've obviously brought a microphone with me, and I was like, I mm. said to Chen straight away, I was like, where can I set this up? Because, you know, I need somewhere to do this. And uh, yeah, she wasn't impressed. But how do you it's a family with to... you, yeah. Yeah, is, yeah. It your f- oh, cool. is it your relatives or is it Chen's? It's Chen's relatives. Right, but how do you explain that to them then? Because whenever I go around and see Joe's relatives, I always feel like a you know a guest, and I've got to you know be on best behaviour and all that sort of stuff. How do you walk into a bunch of relatives that you you only get to see every so often and go, oh yeah, tonight, um, whatever you got planned, don't worry about that. I've got to find somewhere to talk to my friends over the internet about <laughs> computer games. Like, well, get a, 
I lie. I find it's easier to just lie. <laughs> what was your lie? What did I all so think you're doing? I'm looking at hardcore pornography. That's <laughs> embarrassing. I, 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 didn't, I didn't go for the porn option. I just went for the I'm working option. Um, I'm yeah. working. Yeah. Okay. Conference Could you call? imagine yeah, yeah. if someone walked past and heard you, what you're about to say over the next two hours, and well, just thought that that was what you did for a job? Well, fortunately, they can't speak English, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Can they not? No, of course not. Uh, shit, how is your Chinese going on? Is it are you used to getting the hang of it now, are you? It's okay. Saying all sorts of words, are you, in Chinese? Give us a bit. We'll talk. Come on. Say, <laughs> say hello, my name is James and I'm podcasting. Uh, I don't want to do that. Can go we, on, you've got to do it. you got to do it. Come on. Ni hao, what that means is James. James, I what? He totally made that up. He totally made all that up. That's racist. Um, Right, hello, welcome back to the Computer Game Show. Been a while. We're Mm. looking forward to talking about computer games we've been playing. Um, And uh, I think we should probably start with an event. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can we do a couple of of notes from the last few episodes? Because I've not been here. Well, you've been writing notes down. No, no, it's just just two things, two things. One... One, did everyone like when uh, Dave mysteriously remembered the name of Wheelman? That was oh, yeah. as, if he had, as if he had no outside help whatsoever. <laughs> I, te- I text Sean. Oh my God, that's how you found out. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. What the fuck? Was I thought it was, it was like, called Drive Man. I can't believe that. I was sitting there listening to it and he just suddenly goes like, oh yeah, yeah it was Wheelman, by the way. He's like, oh, he's going he's to he's credit me. He's going to credit me. He's going to credit me. He's not fucking crediting me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that. Actually, I can. This is coming from it. Sean, who's been passing Chris Spann's opinion off as his own have, recently. So you could shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. What's your next little point? What's the next little yeah, the thing you've been saving just, up all week? The, um, the, the other one was just around the, the NX discussion. One point um, that wasn't discussed about this whole sort of handheld and home console unified thing that I think is really important is yeah. it means Nintendo's attention won't be split anymore. Okay. So, sh- like, surely this one format is going to have effectively like the library of a home console and a handheld, so they won't there won't be that split anymore. Yeah, so they'll be releasing like four games rather than like for one machine well, rather than, than like two. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right, but I see a very different distinction. Well, I say that like I see mobile games or games that I want to play out and about. It's mm. a totally different things to games that I want to play. On yeah. The f- TV, yeah. um, but saying that, look, like thinking back to the 3DS games I've really enjoyed recently, that's not been the case. You know what I mean? So it, maybe you're right. Maybe if the, if they focus their attention on one fucking console, we might actually get something with games on it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. My favourite bit was when James was defending it and said, "There are loads of great games. I've I've loved playing games on my Wii U recently. Name one." Um. Yeah, anyway, Sue. <laughs> there are lots of good games, right? Like, there, there are, but when you compare them to the other main consoles, there's not. Do you it know what I mean? No, because it depends on what you want to play. Good games. What was, it, what, what was the last time a absolute smasher come out for the Wii U? Exactly right. Um, the one, the one thing we do have to bring up is, of, of course, Matt, we succeeded in our mission this week. It took them two weeks to actually officially address the situation, but McDonald's sent us a tweet 
an official tweet confirming that yes, they used to take children into their fridges <laughs> in, in the nineties. That, 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 that wasn't the actual wording, but yes, basically they did that. <laughs> so there we go. Tiny Temple yeah. was right. And we did it, it. We got confirmation. Great. So was happy. It, even today, we had a tweet from someone going, "Oh, actually, three people told me today that they never did it." And I just, I, I sort of bit my tongue because what I really wanted to do was just send a McDonald's official tweet and just go, "Sorry, mate, they're liars. <laughs> You've got liars as friends." You're going to keep a little print out of the tweet, aren't you? And just keep I've, it with you in your pocket. It's already framed, mate. It's up, the- I've actually it's got it printed out, um, same size as a massive comedy check. <laughs> <laughs> and I just walk outside people's houses. Look at me, weird. Joe's been like, "Why have you replaced every picture of our son with a picture of this tweet?" And I'm like, "It's important." Um, yeah, so thanks for clearing that up, McDonald's. Uh, feel free to sponsor the show. Uh, should we say a million an episode? That sounds about yeah, in there. Or, or, or two. Um, any more? Any more mysteries that we need to solve? I, I, I'm there. I'm dedicated. I will not I give think- up. I think there are a few. I did. did uh, maybe we could solve this one because someone said to me the other day. I can't remember who it was. It might have even been someone at your wedding, Sean. Said, hmm. "Oh, you're an architect. Why are buildings called buildings when they've been built? <laughs> wow, they're no okay. longer they're no longer b- building, are they? They're built. They're builds. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I went well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got you there. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wet myself. Okay, okay. Uh, I will get confirmation from Kevin McLeod uh, and find out what yes. he thinks. Who's Kevin yeah. McLeod? He presents Who's grand Kevin designs. McLeod? Fucking hell. He produces what? He presents grand designs, Dave. Come on. Oh, does he? I yeah. don't Does I he? Thought... He's a hero. He's a good I... lad. He's not my hero. My hero <laughs> is the person that invented storage facility units across the UK. <laughs> That's my hero, because if he didn't exist... Who's Kevin McLeod? I can't... I'll, I'll probably be on the streets. Um, yeah, I don't watch that show. It's, it just makes me angry. A bunch of middle-class people getting middle-class things. It just... <laughs> what's, really me. Good, <laughs> what's really good about Grand Designs, yeah, is when you're viewing houses. Um, we went to a, like a, an open viewing once, and this house was fucked, right? Not the one we bought, obviously. And you can see there's like people in like their fifties, like like actual tradesmen who are just like fuck this. But then you get couples in their twenties who've watched too many episodes of Grand Designs, and they're just like, yeah, it'd be really good. We can just knock this one out, and we do this, and we do that, and it'd be it'd be amazing, it'd be amazing space. No, it won't. No, it'd be a fucking nightmare. Don't do it. <laughs> no, if you knock that wall down, the whole fucking building <laughs> falls down. You stupid fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Depressing. Uh, I mean, you get the same thing with, um, and I know there's this thing about parents being dickheads, and I totally understand that. When when you've got like a couple who are parents talking to a couple who aren't parents, mm. it's the it, like I, I remember not, but like before we had a kid, like being furious with everyone that was constantly like telling us about being a parent and this is mm. what it's like, and and you totally turn into one of those people. And it's it's an exactly the same thing. You'll you'll see people that are, are expecting a baby, and they're going, "Oh, it's going to be so much fun. We're going to do this, and oh, I can't wait to do that." And and I'm just like, "No, give it six months, and you'll want to die. <laughs> like you just you will not be able. To. Have you had been able to hold that back, Matt? Uh, no. If anything, I go out of <laughs> my way to tell them the real story. It's true. <laughs> I, I told you all like how much it sucked. Like before you it did. happened. 
and I hated you because of it because I was like no actually that's the one thing you hear actually I'm alright with lack of sleep and I said the same thing a million times before I had a little boy but about six months in with lack of sleep didn't feel the same way I didn't feel like I was coping quite as well as I used to when I had a couple of late nights during the week you know what I mean hmm. fucking nightmare anyway computer games about a bit of, <laughs> bit of news this week uh, firstly the No Man's Sky stuff has, has anyone actually been following this what, what's been going on yeah, yeah it's hilarious big style <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious yeah, I think it's really funny. <laughs> what, the whole um, embargo stuff for reviews? Not necessarily the embargo thing, just this massive day one patch that requires you to restart the game. I'm kind of split because at first I was totally with you, right? Yeah. I, I think the, the, reason the reason they're putting behind it is that they want, they've got an idea for the experience and they want people to experience it in a certain way. Right, mm. um, and I, at first I was going, yeah, yeah. If you get it early, you're not supposed to have it early. You shouldn't be able to play it early. That's that's how it goes, you know. Um, and I liked the idea that there was this sort of uh, day one patch that would effectively wipe your save, and you'd have to start again. And uh, it introduced pretty much eighty percent of the game by the looks yeah. of the patch notes. <laughs> um, what I I'm kind of conflicted about, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not settled on this point yet. I'm not like confident in my thoughts on it. But the whole um, you can't like so the press haven't been able to get hold of early copies. Um, apparently, the copies are being sent out sent out today or tomorrow. Mm. Uh, I'm talking from Monday. It's Monday today when we're recording. Um, and the problem with that is that the game is already out in America, um, and effectively, no one's been able to review it. Um, and I'm not sure that that's a good idea, and I'm not 100% sure it's a fair thing to do. And in mm. fact, it, it, this has happened a few things before, uh, a few, for a few games before, um, like Destiny, for example. I kind of get that because it's all service, but uh, server-based, and the whole idea is that it's a big... It was like kind of a MMO. If you were to play that with not many other people in the in the world playing along with you... I could see that lessening the experience. But No Man's Sky is quite a solitary experience, right? Like the idea is that you will, the chance of you bumping into someone else going about their business is very, very slim. And they've confirmed that you don't even need uh, PS Plus to play. You can play it offline, right? Mm. So I don't understand what's holding, what was the reasoning behind them holding back from getting people to review unless the game just wasn't ready yet and if well, that's the, the case thing, then yeah. how much how much do consumers because there are a lot because i i certainly don't and i know that you guys don't but there are a lot of consumers that look to reviews as a buying guide right and to take that away from them is that fair is that I, i'm i'm literally just asking the question and thinking out loud here i i don't know how i feel about this i just think it's a bit strange yeah well, i mean just to clarify the reason i thought this was funny is just because it got loads of internet piss babies really upset because oh, yeah, they, that's they thought they good. were ace getting their early copy and now basically it turns out 80 percent of the game's missing as he said the best thing like that was when people were uh, getting pirated or leaked copies of um dark souls wasn't it and yes. then the developers were literally invaded invading, invading with, their yeah. games and, yeah. and killing them with like way over level characters that was uh, <laughs> that's beautiful but yeah. um but yeah, with this, I'm, I, I, I get why they don't want people to play it early. 
I'm not quite sure I'm on board with not like they're not being reviews out for a product that they're already selling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you could argue, it's a bit of a stretch, but you could argue that maybe the press could just not rush the review and just take as much time as they need. But Don't then, like you say, that means the, game's out, means the game's out in the wild and people haven't got reviews to look to. But don't don't so. don't you think it's the opposite that that's going to have the opposite effect though? Because I think these um, everyone wants to get those those first reviews out there, right? Yeah. And they're going to get the game, and it's not going to be about oh now you've got time to really give it a go and test it out and come to a full conclusion. It's going to be get the review done as quick as possible because we need the hits. The moment mm. they get, if we're the first to put a review out there we're going to get the majority of the traffic. Mm. So fucking review it now. And I, I, That's what I'm saying. Like, but is that is that the problem more than the, the situation with No Man's Sky in particular? Like just that culture of like, you've got to be first or else fucking forget it. Yeah, I think that is, I think, I mean, it's an understandable problem because these mm. websites and stuff, they live and breathe on their hits, right? They, yeah. they, they, that's how they get their money. And, um, so you can understand why they want they're chasing those clicks and the hits and stuff like that. Um, I don't think it's good for the consumer really. Um, yeah. And I think you look at like I look at game other games and the way they do it. Um, Nintendo are incredible for for putting uh, uh, press like review code out there. Mm. And uh, one game that I can sort of put alongside this is Mario Maker, right? Because Mario Maker is literally a content based game you need a huge uh, group of people playing it to to actually for it to be beneficial like and to get the full experience of what mario maker was um and at the same time they wanted to make sure that everyone started day one in exactly the same position and the way they did that was that they did a completely separate release of the game for press that self-destructed on launch day Right. Yeah, yeah. So we had a month to play it and review it um, in this sort of bubble with all the other people that were reviewing it. And then once it come out, no one could bring all the stuff that they'd made previously into the full release of the game. So everyone was starting afresh. And I kind of think, you know, that's a good... I, I, I genuinely think the only reason why we're not, we haven't got um, a code before release is because it just wasn't ready yet. And that patch was, you know, they only went gold because they knew they had enough time to get that patch out there. I mean, this is all speculation. I don't know. And I mean, they're saying otherwise. Uh, But I just worry that this could become the norm. I mean, No Man's Sky is just, it's it's such a weird case in and of itself anyway, isn't it? Like, even if, you know, say the embargo had been a week ago, it's one of those games that's so hyped and everyone's already so like insane about it in one direction or another. It feels like we're probably going to be like a. It feels like we're currently about three months away from an honest critical appraisal of the game. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Because, it's going to be really <laughs> exciting. It's just going to be stuff. so much noise about it. It's just going to be intolerable. Yeah. If the if the game is what it promises to be, um, yeah. and and to, to have so much in it, then you ain't going to be able to get a problem. It's like. It's it's almost impossible to review a FIFA game mm. uh, by the in the time that you're you're given to review it because for starters there ain't no way you're going through seasons after seasons after seasons. <laughs> there was like um I remember there was one uh one version of FIFA right that come out and um 
there was uh, it was getting high high marks, and people had noticed that the system for playing cup games in like seasons mode was broken, and that you no matter what team you were, you get drawn against the same teams in the same rounds on every game, right? Like every season. Um, and they were saying, this is broken. And then I saw people going, how did the reviewers not pick this up? Well, because you're probably <laughs> going to have to pay about 70 <laughs> games of football, FIFA, in that one game mode to pick that, to even notice it, right? Mm. So it's kind of like, how do you fucking review a game that, that you need to put in so many hours to fully sort of to get to grips with it and understand what, what's good about it and what's not? I mean, all you can do is play play it for say 10 to 20 hours and 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 sort of give your opinion on that and it's not until there's like three or four months of people playing in it for for hundreds of hours that you realize that oh yeah there's a broken system here like if you do lob through ball that 90 times that like 100 that will go in the back of the net you know and stuff like that it's it's mm. weird it's, Come on, it's though, you know that it. there'll be somebody on youtube it'll be like I've played this for five days straight without any sleep, and I noticed this that nobody else has because this always happens. <laughs> Which is fair enough, but it's like I could, I, I couldn't then get angry at a reviewer for not picking that up on such a massive game. You know what I mean? It's weird. Mm. Anyway, uh, which of us has actually pre-ordered it? I mean, uh, James, you obviously haven't. <laughs> Sean, that's uh, that's that's yeah, a weirdly <laughs> like. You know, all the discussions we've had on the show about like, ah, oh, yeah, but we still we don't know what the game's actually like and what do you do, et cetera, et cetera. Reading that, um, that information thing about the patch was actually what sold me on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I found out. Actually, I, reading patch notes got me more excited to see yeah, that they're building it was just so like, much oh, already. Fuck, like this, what was yeah, it like in this the patch is all the stuff that, that's in the game. What was it in the patch notes that, that excited you? I don't know. I think it just spelled it out in like a really concise way, like what is actually in it. I'm trying to find the um, the patch notes now while while we seamlessly. Talk. I, 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 I mean, well, I guess <laughs> while, while Sean does that, for me, it just felt like there's they're building so much already. It, they're, we're not just going to drop the game and then just see what happens, and then and then you know update in in a, in a few weeks' time. That they have already got big plans and they're already working on that and. Uh, if this is just the first patch to maybe get things working in the right way, then mm. after a few weeks and months of you know f- fan feedback and God knows what else, I mean, it's really exciting to see wh- where it goes, where it will be potentially in six months or a year's time or two years' time mm. even. And I'm sure Sean Murray had a, a nice little sentence or two right at the end of that those patch notes to, to, to sort of get you excited for the future. I can't remember exactly yeah. where it was, but if Sean's found it, hopefully uh, I've, yeah, I've yeah, filled yeah, enough yeah. for him to just, read uh, out now. James, so, uh, sorry. Well, um, Sean. Oh, so right at a glance. So yeah, you got the the three paths, which are these three um, sort of it's not really explained, but apparently it's sort of there's basically you pick one of these three paths, which affects sort of how the story goes and what sort of ending you get. Um, and then it talks about like yeah, the rules of universe generation have changed, and so now there's different biomes, galaxies all change shape, and um, galaxies now ten times larger than they were in the early version. Can't of wait to zoom out. Cannot wait yeah, to zoom, zoom all out. the way out, and there'll be more dots when you zoom all the way out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he talks about, you know, more diversity in creatures and and planets. But he says like they've added dead moons, low atmosphere, and extreme hazardous planets, um, which include blizzards and dust storms. Um, stuff about how they've changed the way light behaves so that sunsets look better. Um, 
more ship diversity, the inventory, like stuff to do with the inventory. Um, like, yeah, the trading system. Um, you can feed creatures and they help you out and do stuff. Oh, really? And it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, that's what I mean. It's just adding all this stuff and it's like, oh shit, right. I feel like this has given me a better idea of what I'll actually be getting up to or things I'll be seeing or experiencing while playing it more than any video or actual promo thing. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Did, did James, mm. one thing I noticed on Twitter today, you said you were holding out for a PS, uh, for an Xbox One version. Yeah. Well, did, yeah. were you joking? I don't know. I, I'm recently I've become increasingly feeling that I want to buy a PS4, but it's just the money, isn't it? It's um, but yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, but like I, I, as far as I was aware, Sony ploughed a shit ton of money into this, right? But they've not. I know, but the developers haven't discounted the possibility of there being an Xbox One version because there is a PC version. Like it's coming mm. out. Yeah, which is understandable, but I'd be surprised if there was an Xbox One version, especially like within a year, if Sony had genuinely bankrolled a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Nothing's been officially confirmed about what they have or haven't paid for and any exclusivity, has it? As far no. as I'm aware. I suppose that's a good sign for Xbox uh, Xbox owners that, you know, they haven't banged on about it being, you know, only on playstation stuff yeah i wouldn't be surprised like i mean that. maybe and that's not quite the same sort of scale but inside obviously it was xbox there was never any sort of this is xbox exclusive and then within i don't know when the ps4 version was due out but i, I gather it's fairly soon maybe we'll maybe in like four to six weeks this might suddenly come out on xbox i, I find it unlikely but no i, I think it won't be that by now yeah. it won't be that quick i mean it could be next year or something like that you know maybe they'll just be like you know it may just be timed exclusivity or something like that we'll see but James, he has buy it, a PlayStation. And he's pushing me towards it because I really it it does look like a exactly the kind of game I'd like to play, and it's just very frustrating. It was yeah. funny because you were asking about like uh, what the best exclusives for PlayStation were, and there there are actually quite quite a few in there. There's like um, mm. you know you would you were saying like Bloodborne obviously because you've you've got into the Souls games and stuff, and um, I and I I said the, like one that you don't even think about. Drive Club is still a genuinely brilliant game. And it's yeah, quite yeah. a showcase showcase for how games good games can look on on that system, you know. Plus, um, you can get it for about five. Exactly. <laughs> if that, just just buy one, and and then you can join the Destiny clan, where all yeah, the mate. real cool Destiny people play. Are people still playing that though? I want oh, to go I... back to it definitely. I'm still on it. I mean, I've not put it on the list because. Who needs to still hear <laughs> about, about Destiny, Destiny now? But like, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, some, yeah, I'm still playing it. There's some new content coming uh, soon as well. And, there is uh, a couple of weeks, that is... I think. No, September, isn't it? So yeah, is it, is it September 10th or around then? Something like that, yeah. Uh, well, we should probably get back into it, Dave, if it's gonna, if the new patches go drop in September. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm so up for that. I mean, See, like, the, I'm properly this, this ready is a weird to thing. This is a weird thing with Destiny, because there's a new update on the horizon, and it's like, are you better off getting back in now and like prepping for it or will it be that when the new stuff comes out it'll just be like bang you're much closer to the maximum life yeah everything's like, uh, everything's irrelevant start again yeah yeah they've done well, that a few times haven't they really yeah i'll, I'll, I'll get no man's sky on wednesday and then i'll finish out in 30 hours and then strands of destiny <laughs> um <laughs> right okay what's this what, what's this about uh some uh metroid game I, i'm assuming this is a james thing it is a James thing, yeah. It's oh, um, is this no, a lie? Cause... Then is this all bullshit? <laughs> okay, surely you've you've heard of this though, like of this nope. this Metroid Two remake that was released. Was it today 
or was it like a few days ago? When what was it released? I've had loads of people talking about it today. It's um, it's Windows PC. Like you can like download it. It's That's um, no way, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's obviously you know it's a fan made project. I mean, it's called AM2R. It's like another Metroid Two remake. Yeah. And it's they've released because it's a remake of the Game Boy game that came out like twenty five years ago. This is like the anniversary, and it was available for a while, but now it's been like shut down. Which you kind of you know you'd imagine that they would do that, but the buzz around it has been really good because it's a really good game. Like they've done a really good job with it. Right. Are you going to get it, James? And, and presumably, like, even though it's been shut down, like, it's on the internet, right? Oh, yeah, it's still, it's it's still available. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but that's a good thing. But I know it's just, I just think it's a, a shame, this kind of thing, because this is the kind of thing, you know, like with, um, okay, Sonic's a really bad example because it's Sonic, but, you know, like, they, they, they kind of got involved with the fan community to, like, you know, put out the new one that's going to be out next year. It, yeah. It's a shame that Nintendo couldn't actually get behind something like this because mm. this would did have you, been did you have to pay for it no it was no it's free is is that game available in any other like is there a way to buy that game now only at any point on, well no only like the original game boy version i just kind of i kind of it was their property in it like what well, can you do you you want them to get behind it but then no I mean, it's I mean, stopping I... people just doing loads of this shit in the future no, I completely agree with that. That I mean, obviously, I mean, making something like this, they were probably going to get shut down. I was surprised. You see, what I don't understand is why these things don't get shut down much earlier into development. Like they yeah, wait until it gets released, then yeah. shut it down, and well, it just you, seems. Well, hold on, you surely you can't stop people from developing that. Well, they have done with other games, like with with other stuff. They get they shut down like pretty early on. Well, I mean, even if people are just working on on that shit, how can they do that if they're not publishing it? I don't know because I mean there was a Star Wars um was it was it a Battlefront mod or something like that that was like they were trying to mod it to make it basically Star Wars so it was just like um Battlefront and that got shut down like you know they just were kind of in proposal sort of planning stages and they got it got shut down by Lucasfilm. I think it's cuz cuz usually developers will start putting stuff online even though the game might not be released yet. But obviously they'll they'll start talking about it and being like oh look we've there's some art stuff that we've done isn't it good and that's unfortunately a very good way of getting you things shut down. Yeah, and I mean, I suppose it depends what you mean by shut down as well. If it's a cease and desist, then yeah. that's technically not shutting down. Like, they're just well, they're just saying, look, if you fucking release this, we'll do ya. Um, yeah. And that kind of makes sense. But, I don't know. It's I mean, Nintendo are so precious about their back catalogue. Like, seriously mm. precious about their back catalogue. Um, and whether you agree with that or not, like, that's just the way they are on they own it, so what can you do about it? You know what I mean? It's true, but it's just if you're like a fan of a series, it's frustrating because like this this looks really well done. Like really, really well done. And there hasn't been like a Metroid game of this style for a very, very long time. People really want it. Well at least, you know, some fans want it. But instead we get like Metroid Prime Federation Force, which which may be really good, but probably you know, it's not gonna be as good as this. It's not gonna be a Metroid game, is it? No. By any stretch, so <laughs> And that's, like, why it's that's, a shame that, to play it. that's why it's a shame that they can't, like, get behind this kind of thing to sort of, you know, release things like this. I mean, I know it's never going to happen, but it's just kind of a shame. I mean, but they have... It's like... Go on, Sean. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, it reminds me of um, Fantasy Star Online 2, mm-hmm. um, which I believe still hasn't officially seen a Western release. But, you know, fans have done, the, like, the full translation for it. Yeah. So you can, you can download the Japanese version, patch it, and it, it's in English. 
and you sort you're like and although you understand all the reasons this can't happen it's like why won't sega just like phone them up and be like lads cheers for doing the work here's some money we're going to really sit in the west you see they have <laughs> nintendo have done that like with the mother series because mm-hmm. like the um yeah the, they most recently they re-released they released that one for the for the nes that was like yeah. you know earthbound beginnings and it was like based on fan translations and you know, so they can do this. It's just they don't mm. choose not to. It, it's a tough one, isn't it? And I mean, like uh, the 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 thing that annoys me the most is that um, out of the three consoles, the one that I would love to see some proper HD remakes uh, for is the Wii U. And I mean, the HD I say HD remakes, the remakes that we've seen. Uh, you know, uh, what was it? The two Zelda games on the. Um, on the 3DS and and uh, Wind Waker on the Wii U and uh, Star Fox on the on the 3DS, um, they've been amazingly well done, like beautifully put together. Like I I wished Nintendo did a lot more of that, if that makes sense. Mm. Like I mean I, I I'll mention it again. Like I want to see a proper re like rebuilt from the ground up Mario 64, uh, Sunshine Galaxy. You know what I mean? Not just mm. Here is that because I watched the. I was thinking I was so tempted to buy Galaxy uh, for the Wii U, and then I watched the trailer and I went, "This kind of looks like shit on the here. What's it going <laughs> to look like on my big TV now? You know what I mean? What? What? I mean, that's an old system, right? And it it was dated when it came out, the Wii. So it's kind of like I I would love to see them just like redo all this shit because mm. the way that that um that uh. Oh, what's that fucking Ocarina of Time looked on the 3DS was incredible and like to have that sort of love and attention put into one of the Mario uh, like the 3D Mario games I'd love to have seen that more on the Wii U see the, uh, there, was funny there, was like, ports. there was like a fan developed version of that again like there was like Mario 64 HD like yeah that's right yeah yeah it. I saw that and then but then I mean they did Twilight Princess as well. I mean when you say like what games were there recently that were like good on the Wii U, I played through that and really enjoyed it. It was it was great. I mean again it's a it's a re-release but secretly it's better than Wind Waker, I think, but you know. Really? Yeah. It's um it's a, said... it's a it's a better game. It's um yeah. I thought you said that it that it aged horribly when we spoke about it. No, it visually it's not that great, but the actual like the mm. way it plays is is better than Wind Waker. It's it's it, Wind Waker's a bit of a, a mess actually. I still think. I oh, you are going to get so much shit. <laughs> have you have you finished it like recently? Because the ends see the end of, of Twilight Princess is really good. It's like really well constructed, really well put together. But the end of Wind Waker is is terrible. Like, as no, in, I never got to the end because um uh, uh Harry just got a little, a little bit bored of all the text and stuff. Exactly, and that was the problem. Just I mean, like his I, father. See, I played it. I played both of them with my daughter, and she really, really loved Twilight Princess. But she she enjoyed like uh, Wind Waker, from, you know, in the beginning. But she got really bored by it, like by the end. And uh, Twilight yeah. Princess wasn't the the one where you were a wolf, was it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Fucking yeah. hell, really, James? No, no, no. You don't <laughs> understand. It's like it's it, yeah. There are parts of it which are not that great, but overall, it feels much more sort of. Coherent than um than Wind Waker does like the like the quests and everything it feels more well put together. Am I mad, um, Sean, in thinking that, that James is going to get a lot of shit? Oh, I will definitely because uh, loads of people 
because Wind Waker went through that whole, it went through like the Zelda cycle of like, you know, when it first came out, everyone was like, oh, I don't want to play this. It's like, it looks like a kiddies game and everything. Then suddenly in everyone's mind, it became the best Zelda game ever made, you know, because everyone hated it in the beginning. But, you know. It's... Oh, Jesus Christ. These are, are you sure you're not on LBC right now? Just <laughs> chucking out inflammatory comments just to try and get listing figures. It's because the thing with Twilight Princess is when it came out on the on like uh, the GameCube and the Wii, it looks terrible. Like it, it looked really bad compared with like Wind Waker because you know it, it didn't use like cell shaded style. And it looked really terrible. But the HD remake makes it you know it looks better. It still doesn't look as good as Wind Waker does. But the actual game is more fun. It's more. Let interesting. me just let me just get this straight, right? Twilight Princess better than Wind Waker. If you liked, if you thought Wind Waker was the best game ever, it was because you thought it was shit and childish when you first saw it. That's what, <laughs> that's that's what you're what I'm going saying. With. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's what you was said. that kind of reversal that went on. You know, it's like it's the reverse backlash. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the reverse backlash. Thing. Exactly. Come on. Um, the computer game show at gmail.com. All complaints <laughs> and issues, get them sent in, or at computer game pod on Twitter. Or just hashtag fuck off James. That's what I'm going to put out there. <laughs> if you're James was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, wow. James James Whale. Uh right. Let's get on with uh, what we've been playing this week. Um let's start with Matt. I want to hear what you've been playing this week. Well, um in the in the pre uh, No Man's Sky world, I've been trying to finish Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. Um it's a good game, but I'm really getting sick of shooting man's. I'm just getting sick of shooting Hundreds of men. What? What? Why? Because it's just it's just getting boring now. So Uncharted Four, it looks stunning. I think the writing is fantastic. The characters look amazing. Uh, so the characters are are good and they're interesting to listen to and and stuff. And, you know, set pieces are really fantastic. But when you get to a point where you see crates arranged in a certain way, like oh god, I'm gonna have to sit, I'm gonna have to go into cover now. There's gonna be loads of guys in red hats <laughs> chasing after me with guns. Yeah. It's just it's just boring. I. I um, I, we've been talking to John Denton about this, and it, what he says is correct. Like, basically, it would be a better game without combat. I would love that if there's no combat. That, in this that, game. That, that, that's mad. That, first, first of all, that's not what Uncharted was based on. So you'd be asking them to completely change what the series is about. Another fifty, another fifty guys to kill, and then a cool set piece and some exploration and story progressing and stuff. But it's just like it, I'm still enjoying it, but it does wear me down a bit. In all honesty. It is a shame when, I mean, I've not played Uncharted Uncharted 3 or 4, but like Uncharted 2, the amazing bit in the the village in the mountains and, you know, like the the sort of before the the fight kicks off and stuff, you're you're walking around like, fuck, this is amazing, this is so nice, it's just a nice people, nice uh, peaceful walking about bit. A lot of of waist high walls (laughs) everywhere. So we know what's going to happen. You know what's happening next. (laughs) Again, <laughs> um, it's a weird one because I absolutely loved Un- uh, Uncharted Four. Oh yeah, so just before we go on, I haven't finished it. I'm up to chapter eighteen, so there's still like five chapters to go just before anyone says that it gets amazing. I'm sure it may get better, but I haven't finished the game quite. Yeah, yet. no, I think if you're if you're disappointed with it, I I kind of get. It. I I didn't think the combat was the best thing that I you know I I don't think it was the best thing about the game. Um, it was one of the weaker elements. Uh, I mean, I, I certainly after coming off the back of um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I I, I think the combat in those those two games were were, were absolutely incredible, and and did, it was a lot more fun to kill people 
in uh, the Tomb Raider games than it was the Uncharted games. What I will say, though, is that I'd be interested to watch you play it because I, f- I think about a quarter of the way through, I sort of realised that it didn't want you to play it like a normal cover shooter. And I think if you're literally just hiding behind like a, a, a barrier or whatever, hiding behind cover and just popping out and taking them out one by one, I think maybe you need to take different approaches to what you're doing because when no, you start I'm not looking doing around uh, and the- anyone who watched me play uncharted one to three will understand i clearly don't know what a cover shooter is so i'm so <laughs> not doing that i am like running and gunning or trying to but i, I wish the the stealth mechanics are much improved in this game you can do a lot yeah. more in stealth but i wish there was really the option to go through the game just being stealthy again i know it's an action game i know it's not really about that but if they give you stealth mechanics you can hide in like bushes or long grass and bushes and stuff and do tactical stealth kills with no one no one uh seeing that you're there not alerting other other enemies but then it gets to the point where you basically have to fire a gun you have to get seen you have yeah the shit has to kick off at some point i wish yeah, there wasn't they, that much of that though. You, you could, could go through and, you yeah, could just weird, miss weird huge chunk game. you could just miss huge chunks of that game yeah uh, i've, I've by, tried but you just keep getting caught <laughs> well i, I just I don't know. I, I, I don't think it wants you to truly do that. I, I, I think you're right. I don't think it does. But but I, I don't... How much swinging are you doing in this? Oh, I'm I mean, swinging left, right and centre. I love it, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the swinging is brilliant. You know, so every, everyone chucks their keys in a bowl. You know, you don't know who you're going <laughs> to end so up what, with. What, what, like, what I don't get is that I just had so much fun. Once I dropped the idea of just trying to kill people and focused on fucking around with them and fucking around with the physics and and the different options that it gave you in combat uh like you know throwing grenades while swinging across the rock and uh shooting someone as i was landing and stuff like that that's when i thought actually this is really good fun i'll tell you what right tomb raider does this so much better tomb raider you do feel like you've got a whole arsenal a whole huge set of moves you can use a bow you can use guns you can use whatever you want that i feel like i can carve out my own play style and attack a scenario in the way i want to do it i can do it potentially stealthily but like in the Tomb Raider series, in the new reboots at least, I love using the bow and arrow. I think it just felt class, and I could happily go through the whole game doing that. Um, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. and I, I upgraded the skill tree in a certain way that I could play it in the style I I preferred. And here it's just very one note. It's just very shoot, shoot, shoot. I don't know. I mean, I'm still enjoying the game. It's still an an incredible game. I think it's fantastic, but. There's bits now I'm just getting a little bit bored. I mean, Last of Us is one of my favourite games of all time. It's it's absolutely stunning in many ways, but that suffers towards the end when it just turns into a shooting gallery. I'm like, oh, why have you done this? Like, why the last two chapters? I'm just shooting guys again. Why have you done this, Last of Us? It's still that that's still one of my all-time favourites. But I love it if there's a game like this where they're actually brave enough not to have it just as a shooting gallery towards the end. Yeah, I mean, I I, I totally agree with you with um. Uh, uh, Tomb Raider and, and I think the upgrading the stuff and you know you could if you really enjoyed arrows you could suddenly unlock the um, uh, the ability to stick grenades on your arrows and stuff like that and yeah it, I love it, that. that it's great yeah that sort of played into everything that that game did well um, and I do think it is weaker combat but I I think I was more disappointed with the climbing stuff in this more than anything else I think I said it at the time that because of the way the uncharted the uncharted games are it you had no reward to climbing stuff like you were just looking for the next ledge that Nathan Drake could grab hold of and not 
sort of plotting a way up a mountain, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, again, I think the Tomb Raider series, the new ones at least, do that a lot better as well. You feel like you are, you know, generally, generally sort of climbing around and exploring things, where here it's just to get to the next section. Also, the, the side tombs in Tomb Raider are really great, whereas here they're just, well, there's no side tomb, there's no side puzzles, it's just like a puzzle in your way to the next combat scenario. But um, yeah, it's made me actually appreciate the old Tomb Raider, the, the second Tomb Raider game, the second Tomb Raider reboot, and much more actually. I liked it at the time, but I didn't think it was as good as the first reboot, yeah. but um, it makes me want to go back. But yeah, I, I'm yeah. obviously going to try and get this done before No Man's Sky. Um, later this week and i'm enjoying it but i i mean I, i've done know how the story ends and uh, obviously you guys you're not going to spoil it for me now but um i hear this is the last uncharted game i'm gonna do and i feel like it feels like it's probably the right time to end it i'm yeah, not absolutely. sure what else they can get to go well. do next i thought it, it had to be an uncharted game and i feel they've made that style of game that not not a uh a, a cover shooter or an action adventure game like that um but an Uncharted game, I thought they've done about as good as they can do with that those systems and with that style of game. Yeah. Unless they fundamentally change what, what an Uncharted game does and is, absolutely. Um, then I feel like they're at the right place. I mean, this game does look absolutely stunning. It's probably the best-looking game I've seen uh, on the on the on the PS4. It just the detail and the environments and the variety and yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible. It just gets me so excited for Last of Us Two if and when that happens. Yeah, and. Um, uh, yeah, I think it is the right place to end it, and and the story. I see. I as much as we've been pra- praising the Tomb Raider games, the story is piss weak compared to the uh, the story in these games. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The story and writing the characters is just so good in this. It's uh, it's really really good to watch. Yeah, yeah, love it. Okay, well, uh, I I'm interested to hear what you think when you finished it because I, I I've spoken about this uh, quite a few times, but that there's a line in it that pretty much is uh, Naughty Dog talking to the gamer. Yeah. And I want to see I, if you I, pick up on it. I really want to. And I, I think I've, I've just started chapter 18. I think there's 22, 23 chapters. But I, I think No Man's Sky will probably arrive tomorrow. So there's a chance that I just... I, I won't finish this game for a while, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, done, boy. Right. Uh, anything else? Um, for me, no. I'm still playing a Super Stickman Golf with James. With James. That's still great. Um, that's about it, really, this week. Uh, James, what have you been playing? I've been playing The Walking Dead Michonne. Oh, good. I want to hear about this. Yeah, I mean, it's actually a weird one, because it's short, because it's just three episodes. And I'm not entirely sure what the point of it is, to be honest. Really? Is this one of those ones in between series, like, that was there one, was it called, like, Four Days or... 100 Days or something? 100 Days, I think, yeah. Yeah, that, that was between series one and two. Yeah, that Does they this did. do that? No. It's, oh. it's a, it appears... To be um like an entirely standalone kind of thing, yeah. Okay, go on. So, okay, James, right, lovely. Yeah, no, Thanks for being on sorry, the podcast. I was, I, was, I was coughing at that point, so I was just, like trying to avoid like coughing and cut that. Would be good. <coughs> oh, okay. Jesus Christ! Exactly. Well, you don't want to hear that, do you? Go on. Okay. So anyway, fuck it, hell. <laughs> I was leaving you a gap, so then you could like cut it or edit it or whatever. Podcast of the year. I edited that. Oh, well, come on. Don't be stupid. Jimmy's in the backlash. <laughs> don't be stupid. <laughs> Go on. Okay. So anyway, let me ask you a question, David, because you've played all of these apart from this one. No, you haven't even played all of these, have you? No, Which... I haven't, no. Okay. But what would you hope to get from a mini-series about one character from The Walking Dead? What would I hope to get from it? Yeah. Like, um... if you if you were like, you know, what would you 
if it was just about like one character that you thought was like interesting, what would you want from it? Well, I I don't know some uh, some sort of character progression, some sort of I mean, with something sh- as short like that, I, I I'd want some sort of I don't know major twist or surprise. I, I I'd want it to be experimental with what we expect. Right, okay, so you've got the main series of Walking Dead games. If they're doing a little side thing, I'd like to see it be experimental. Like, for example, that the one that they did between series one and two, it was experimental because instead of long stories, it was tiny little stories with some sort of moral question at the end of each story. You know, there was one where do you save the guy that was a murderer or do you save the guy that was convicted... Uh, um, a rapist, I think it was, but he was denying that he did it. Like, so who do you save out of those two? And it was, so it was these very small, it was very experimental and it didn't feel like anything from the main game. So I guess that's my answer. Yeah, I'd want it to experiment a little bit and not just go through the normal telltale formula. Which in that case, you'd be disappointed by this. Yeah. Because... See, I don't, I don't want because it's really difficult to talk about this because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that has that does want to play it. Mm. But I did come away from this game feeling that I didn't really know anything more about the character than I did before I started, like at all. Right. So what, 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 what does it follow? So it, it, I mean, obviously she's a character from the uh, graphic novels and the, and, the, and the TV show. Does it follow? Do you know which one it follows? Does it try and? I suppose it, they're quite similar characters in both, aren't they? Yeah, um, it's, it's not made entirely clear. And also, I mean, basically, it appears that the story takes place like before she meets up with the rest of the group. Like, it's it's it seems to be like not in the early days of like the outbreak, but um, you know, like further along. Which was, so. I mean, I fell out, I, I fell off of the 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 um the TV show in the end. Uh, I sort of stopped watching it, but that was always a bit of a mystery in the books. Like, what what did she get up to before she met everyone? Right. Yeah, so, so it it does follows this try and that. address that. Well, it kind of does a bit, but not really that much. And you see, the other thing that's really disappointing about it is, you know, like one of the things that was really good about the other Walking Dead games is like the is the decision making process and the fact that often the decisions are quite tough. You know, like what you're going to choose. But in this, it it really doesn't feel like that. Like decisions, like particularly towards the end like, feel really forced. Like, they're pushing you down a specific, like, way they want you to go. Oh, man, can't you give us, give us an example? No, because it will ruin the whole thing. And But okay, well, I can say... Care? Does anyone here care? That. Come on, James, just give us one. We'll, we'll, well, uh, we'll spoil a body or something. It's because what it does is it always pushes you towards using violence all the time in a way that feels artificial. Mm. Like... You know, because basically in the game you have to like negotiate with this person like over the release of a prisoner. Let's just let's just say that. But it really is like it's just pushing you towards there being like a violent conclusion towards this. Even though it doesn't. Even though I was like trying to play it as diplomatically as possible, but it was still even after that. After even after I completed like the transfer, it still went to pieces, and it just feels like they wanted to make it violent for you know for no sort of reason really, apart from just wanting to make it violent. Well, I mean, she's quite a violent character anyway, though, isn't it? So isn't that essential to her character? Yeah, but then it, it but it feels like it's forcing you towards that, which doesn't feel right, if you see what I mean. Well, it's... see, this is this is one of the problems with these sorts of games. Um, when you have a narrative-driven, you know, sort of user, uh, 
I know a, a, a game full of choices like this. People kind of expect it to be well. I should be able to do whatever I want to do, but that's that kind of really stunts what the writers can do and where they want it to go. I mean, it can't obviously. You can't just do anything you want. There needs to be a story to be t- like. They need to be able to tell the story they want to tell, and they need to be able to you know put together the emotions that they want to you know put out there. I, I see. I agree with that, but that's why probably. The other Walking Dead games were better because they're not also not established characters. Like they're ones that you yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, So totally. you can do a lot more with them. I mean, with this character, she's got baggage and history and everything. But it just this really the whole thing with the Telltale games has always been the fact that you are sort of creating your own narrative, though. Like with you know with the game, like you're creating your own story with these decisions you're making. Well, to some extent, I mean, there are huge bits of that game that, that you can't avoid. You know, they yeah. still need the character, the, the the narrative beats. You know, you still have the moment where you have to decide about Kenny and you know you have to decide whether to kill such and such and and like there are certain decisions where you can decide something but it doesn't matter because the outcome is still going to be the same regardless but in, uh, in this it really feels like the outcome is going to be the same no matter what you do like throughout the entire thing which is it, it doesn't it, it just it really feels like it's like it's a lot of like violence for no for no reason to be honest yeah. this is the problem I have with it I mean and also the reason the reason I say I'm not sure why it exists is because of the fact that it doesn't really build on the character in any way. Like you, you don't learn anything new really about this character from the game, and that's that's what's disappointing about it. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? The the whole Telltale thing is really. Um, I don't know if it's just been totally diluted or if they've kind of they they maybe they haven't progressed with the idea I think one of the great things about The Walking Dead is that it felt so fresh when we first played it and we were just blown away with the possibilities and what this essentially pretty much new genre could be Um, and it kind of feels like they're still playing on the same tricks and that they're not I'm saying that as someone that hasn't played many of their games in recent years but from what you're telling me Mm. It it doesn't sound like it's offering anything that The Walking Dead didn't, like the original, the, yeah, the first series. Like, because I like I tapped out of um, Wolf Among Us partly because Episode Three just didn't fucking work on my Xbox Three Sixty, um, and then I tried again with Game of Thrones. I did the first episode and was just like, nah, same same thing yeah. again. And um, Game of Tales from the Borderlands, very good. Very funny. So what? What? What made like that, that good? What made that that series stand out? It's just because it had a fucking sense of humor. Yeah, um, it was just consistently very funny. Like the but gameplay wise, the template was identical. Well, more or less. I mean, there was two characters you switched between. That was nice, I guess. But even then, it wasn't like that in and of itself wasn't massively interesting. It was just the fact that it was really funny. Hmm. I mean, this has also got the usual technical problems as well, which. Feel how oh, are they still getting away with that, man? I know. It's, See, it's and that, that feels years. a lot less forgivable after like stuff like Life is Strange because that didn't yeah. have these problems in any way near the same sort of ways. And yeah, weird. Yeah, but well, um, yeah, but these problems are clearly it's clearly technical. This isn't about the style of game. This is clearly you know that engine or how they're implementing the engine. I don't know. But being it's been about four yeah. years now, and it's still a mess. Yeah. Uh, they, they, aren't they bringing? Aren't they introducing a new engine for the next Walking Dead series? Wasn't I, I, this supposed to be a new engine for this that. one? I'm sure I, I read no something, idea, but it, it looks identical. I mean, I played it on iOS, which is obviously not ideal. Yeah, I don't know, does it? But um, 
Oh no, it's still yeah, still a bit of a mess. Uh, Dave, I, I, are you going to bother mm. with season two? Because obviously season three is out this 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 autumn. Are you actually going to bother with season two? Or are you going to bother with season three at all? I mean, I I should be bothering with season two, but that like that's what I'm saying. It come out when the Xbox One and the PS4 come out, and it's kind of like I kind of moved on from that system for a bit. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I I found it hard to go back and play Xbox 360 games. Um, mm. And they're promising a, a way of carrying your saves over, yeah, right? Yeah, which I'm really excited oh, for. So I, because, I did it's actually, been, um, because it's been such a long time, though, does it really matter? I mean, you can play Season 2 on Xbox One or, or PS4 now, I think. So just do that. I know, but I, I mean, I've got so invested in those characters. If they even remark on something that I didn't choose, it'll bug me. Well, to be fair, I'm not sure I can even remember what I did or didn't choose at that point. It's been so long, but I, 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 I did, I did actually podcast. finish season two um, on 360. It's the only reason I have my 360 connected now is it's, it's in the loft. But um, so I'm, I'm, And season two wasn't great. It, it wasn't as good as season one, obviously, but it ends in an interesting way. And what I've heard about season three definitely wants me to, definitely makes me want to get involved and, and play it. I just really hope Tales Hell have sorted out the whole uh, next gen uh save stuff uh, i don't mind buying it on xbox one i've um you know i've played on 360 i don't mind playing on that i just want to want to play it on a on a next gen console not have to get my 360 back out of the loft to play it see i think they've done something because the ios version has like cloud saving whereby you know even if you mm. delete the game you can go back and it's it saved all your choices and everything I don't know if they've done that across because for for Game of Thrones because I played through all of that as well. I think I don't I don't think they did that for that. I'm not sure. What was the Game of Thrones one like? Um, it was well. It started off pretty well, but then also it went down a similar path of just okay. Game of Thrones is violent, but this was like it. It was a game where they felt like they were just continuously punishing you, and there was like no yeah. There was nothing like good came out of it at all really like there was it was like i think that the thing that bothered me about it, i mean you probably remember how episode one ends mm. um and it was just without spoiling anything basically because it involved a character from the show or the books i was just like well i'm not getting revenge on him for this <laughs> yeah so <sighs> the, the, well, the whole pretty much the because oh, i played the entire thing and it was all like that and it, it right. and it got to the point where because you know like usually in like storytelling there'll be this there'll be the point where okay you've been kicking the heroes for so long that you know they're gonna get they're gonna get back into it at some point mm. Mm. and it just never happens and you just end up finishing it and just feeling like this was just like hours and hours of just torture for like for what yeah. and it's I mean obviously maybe that's making it feels, some... like, it feels like like it felt like fan fiction. Yeah, that was the. Th- it's like someone who thinks they've watched a lot of Game of Thrones and they think they've observed what what how Game of Thrones should be written. It's like oh, well, it's just all the people you like dying all the yeah. time. There's got to be lots well, of death. There's got to no. be loads of twists and stuff like that. But then yeah. you know, yeah, it's all got to be really depressing and everything. It's like, well, yeah, that that's part of it. But there's more to it than that as well. And does it, it go mm. off the beaten path from the the TV show? Like, does oh, it do things that that would never happen in the? Um, well, it's it's still set like in the same universe, but it's not, um, you know, it's completely different, mostly different characters with a few of the like, you know, fan favorites stuck in as well. Mm. Weird. It's not bad. It's just it's just not. I don't know. It's just not not amazing. Mm. Shame. Right. Okay. That's enough Telltale for now. Um, I I tried out the new. Have you seen the new patch for um, uh, the new content for uh, Overwatch? 
Now, I know we've spoken about Overwatch quite a lot, and I'm not going to dwell on it too much, uh, but they've introduced something that's really cool to tie in with the uh, Olympic Games, where they've invented these new sort of game modes, and I believe there's going to be quite a few of them that they're going to roll through. Is that right, Sean? Well, I've, mate, I've not had the internet for oh, two weeks. Oh, of course. Just... <laughs> Great. So the one that that is currently available is a game mode called Lucio Ball, um, mm. and it is essentially Rocket League, where it's free Lucios versus free Lucios, and you know he's got that false punch uh, yeah. gun. Uh, you use that to boot the ball about, um, and it's fun once I think, and then you <laughs> stop playing it because you realise that it's not actually very good and. And uh, I don't think it there was, you know, it's not a main thrust of the game and it doesn't, obviously mm. doesn't sour the main game in any way. Um, it's just a bit lame, really. It's it's uh, with, with Rocket League, because I've been playing that a hell of a lot uh, the past couple of weeks. Um, with Rocket League, you feel in full control of what you're doing with the ball. Uh, even mm. though, you know, you may miss or things might not work out the way you want, you feel like you know what you're doing when you're approaching a ball and how you want to take on that situation. This, the physics are slightly, they're not as solid as they are in, in uh, Rocket League. And sometimes you'll sort of hit the ball, but it'll kind of... It does that f- thing that certain games do in, in terms of physics where it doesn't quite calculate it right and then the ball just like ping off in a different direction. Uh, it mm. hasn't got the bounce of the ball that, that it does in Rocket League, so it kind of just feels slow and stilted and uh, not as manic as it does in that. And it, it just slows the pace right the way down and it's not really that much fun to play. Um, as I said, I've I've played about three or four games of it and I've enjoyed it, but I have no intention of going back. Um, I just I just think that there's something in this sort of event based stuff that that even if three out of five games are shit, the two if they nail two of them, then it's going to be good because it's it feels so different obviously to main Overwatch uh, that it feels like they could actually come up with some genius here. It's just this isn't it. Um, so I'm going to keep my eye on it and see if any other game modes get introduced. Um, and I'd be excited to see where they go with it. But but for now, Lucio Ball just really doesn't work. Um, Is this mode only available during this Summer Olympics period? I think so, because they're doing this thing. I mean, it's always been there, hasn't it, Sean? This sort of um, themed game modes that they've bought in. Yeah, I think yeah. it was supposed to be more regular than it has been. But like they had one game mode where every time you died, you switched to a new character and stuff like that and uh, I like the idea of that I just haven't got into one of those game modes because whenever we get together we we go on to the basic matchmaking stuff Um, we haven't really even played competitive stuff yet so um, uh, yeah it's they they haven't done anything that's interested me enough to take me away from the main game and I don't think they will but if they manage to nail at least one game mode every few then uh, then it's exciting because it will mean that I'll keep looking And, and if they're they're bringing sort of I did not expect them to bring out something so different to the main game um, that that actually excites me a little bit because it means they're going to be experimenting a lot and I think with the characters they've got they can really uh, do something nice with it and they've they've changed the menus and they've changed the the music when you load up and stuff like that and it's just a nice touch and it just it makes the game feel more alive and relevant than it has done for a little while if you know what I mean 
Uh, don't get me wrong, it's still been a lot of fun, but uh, it kind of felt like, okay, this is the same old Overwatch now every time I've booted it up. But when I booted it up the other night, it was kind of like, whoa, they've changed things. That's really cool. Uh, which is what games seem to be doing more and more now. Um, like even things like, as I say, Rocket League, you, you load that up and there's like new music and new little bits that they've added. And that game's been out for fucking ages, yet they're still um, bringing new stuff out. I mean, there's that, news about the new Rocket League uh, content coming next month uh, where they're introducing a game mode with power-ups in it. Um, and yeah, to weird, me, isn't it? It feels like it's going, it's doing the things that people thought Rocket League was going to do th- first of all. It's going to have, it's going to be a race, a, a battle game with power-ups and stuff, but now it's sort of going back to what people expected it to be originally. Yeah, and, and, and looking at the trailer, I, it doesn't excite me at all because it just looks like a bunch of stuff that's going to make Rocket League a little bit more shit. You know what I mean? Um, I was going to say, it's all the, all the stuff that you would sort of, looking at screenshots of videos of Rocket League, you would expect to be in there. And then you play it, you're like, oh, no, hang on. This is just, this is pure skill and physics and exactly, you know, just yeah. knowing the game inside out. Whereas, yeah, adding power-ups is... It, it kind of reminds like me of, um, the... do you remember when everyone was talking about Titanfall a few months afterwards? I would like to play a game mode in Titanfall where you don't have the Titans and you're just... You're just the pilots running around. And then they gave it to you and you played it and you were like, ah, this isn't very good. <laughs> it kind of Yeah, almost as if it was designed a certain way for a good reason. Kind of feels <laughs> it could be like that. And it might be obviously it's gonna be a lot more fun than that that game mode was because you know, the the power ups look fun and it looks like it'll it'll make things wacky or whatever. But I think give it a week and you'll be back to playing normal Rocket League. Um, and my God, that game is just the game that keeps on giving. I don't know if you're listening now. I don't know if you follow me on Twitter. Find me on Twitter. Find the video that I posted today of me playing the other night. And I mean, we've all seen that parrying video from Street Fighter where they're all sitting down. They're all screaming, oh, look at what he's doing. My video's better than that, Rocket League. Watch it. <laughs> I mean, it was incredible. Literally 15 seconds left on the clock we were 3-2 down they had a shot I managed to clear it off the line then as the clock was counting down 3-2-1 I managed to loop it right the length of the pitch and drop into the top right hand corner not many games can make you feel like that that fucking game does I was jumping about my front room like a bell end (laughs) it felt so good felt so good um so yeah, that, that I've been playing that a lot. But um, Sean, get this. Mm. I've been playing a game this week that sees mm. you travel across space and trading oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, shooting other spaceships and it's all procedurally generated. You know, it's all you know, different <laughs> every time. <laughs> and guess what, Sean? What? <laughs> that game isn't No Man's Sky. <laughs> 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 I've been playing Rebel Galaxy on. I mean, they've done they've done this on purpose, haven't they? I don't understand it. I maybe I do. I don't know. It is. It has made me a little bit more excited uh, for No Man's Sky because. Um, so I I really was struggling with things to play this week because you know I I played um, since we last did a podcast. I did play another. Uh, I did the first mission in Metal Gear Solid. Uh, stream mm. that and man, that yeah, I can see why people love that so much. Uh, obviously, very very early on, but um, uh, I was like, okay, this is really good fun, um, and so I intend to carry on with that. But I'm just playing it a bit, 
bit at a time. Um, so I wanted something new to talk about, and I looked at the PS Plus games, and Rebel Galaxy was up there. Uh, and I played it for a bit, and then I went on the internet, and I was kind of like, um, I don't know the history about this game, so I'll do a bit of research. Found out it's actually a 10-year-old RPG that originally came out on the PS2 that's just been smartened up for the PS4. Um, mm. and, and I genuinely believed that until I went onto the YouTube and realized that I was looking for uh, Rogue, uh, Rogue Galaxy, not Rebel <laughs> Galaxy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this, this game plays a bit different. Uh, <laughs> realized I was thinking about the wrong game. Um, yeah, yeah, it's smart. It's, it's fun, um, but obviously cheap. Um, it's really strange to have a game set in space, but you can't go up and down. That's bizarre. Oh, right. So it's just on like a 2D yeah, plane. Yeah, you, you can go left and right and forward and backwards, but you can't go up and down. Um, and mm. that feels very strange, especially when you're in dogfights and all yeah. the other enemies can go up and down. And you're kind of like, oh. you want to chase them a bit, but you can't. You have to just turn around. Because uh, it's kind of like the combat is mainly sort of naval stuff. It feels like, is that the correct term? Where you're like firing from each side rather than straight ahead right yeah. you can you okay. can switch to turrets and when you switch to turrets your ai will control the other weapons you've got on your ship and stuff like that and the combat feels a little bit uh labor intensive you know it takes a while to fucking take down spaceships i was gonna this. say presume it's like yeah really sort of deliberate and slow yeah and it's a bit confusing yeah. at first um and i think mm -hmm. that that gets better because you can upgrade everything you can add new guns to your ship you can the whole idea is that there's a main quest but you can tote and in fact this is the biggest problem i have with it i wanted to kind of just follow the story and just get into that i didn't really want to get lost too much um but the moment you do that you'll find a you'll hit a brick wall by by like mission three um where basically gives you an indicator when you're heading towards a mission saying how hard it's going to be like as these games do mm. and all of a sudden it was like mission two it said okay go here now and do this for me and you go okay then you look on your map and it said very hard and i was like that's a bit early isn't it and then i realized that what i had to do was just fly about a bit do a few side missions with like like you fly about and there'll be like um uh what they call it distress beacons and stuff like that and if you go and check mm -hmm. them out and and, and uh, do stuff like that you earn money and then you can upgrade your ship and then all of a sudden that mission will go down to medium or whatever medium threat level um and it makes more sense uh but it kind of just forces you to do stuff that you don't necessarily want to do because there, there's like huge walls, uh, huge barriers and level caps that you need to get through to continue with the main quest. Um, but other than that, it plays it plays well. Um, it looks gorgeous in places. Like the galaxy is really sort of bright and colourful and it's massive. And, uh, and, and when you get the hang of the, the dogfighting, it can actually be a lot of fun. Uh, and I managed to take down some huge spaceships that were well outside what I should be able to take down simply by just having a little bit of uh, thought behind what I was doing. Um, it's got some nice uh, character stuff, although, you know, the characters are a little bit two-dimensional, but because this feels like a, a sort of a PSN game rather than a full release, you kind of overlook it a little bit and just take it for what it is. Um I'd say definitely download it and play it if you're excited for No Man's Sky, but you're not ready to buy it yet. Because it, I think, if anything, it will convince you that actually maybe you are ready for No Man's Sky. Because there's weird stuff like there's planets everywhere 
but the moment you fly towards one, your ship will start taking damage because you're too close to it and and the atmosphere uh. of the planet will destroy your ship and stuff like that and there is Brilliant. part of me thinking wouldn't it be fucking wicked to just like dive down there and sort of like <laughs> fly about and stuff like that and uh, there's like docking stations that you do trading in and chat to characters or go to the bar and stuff like that and talk to the barman to get bounties and stuff like that um um, but all that happens is you fly up to the docking station and you hold X and then it brings up a menu and that's basically you docked. Uh, and mm. it, you just kind of think, yeah, man, it, this the freedom that No Man's Sky is is promising is so much more appealing now that I've seen the other side of it. You know what I mean? The, st- the games that don't do that, that don't have the ability to do that shit, maybe I'm more excited for No Man's Sky than I originally thought. But... um. But man, it's free on PS PS Plus at the moment. I'd I'd recommend playing it because uh, I still had a lot of fun with it. And although I haven't put anywhere near as much time in as I should, because it's it looks really deep and it looks like you can, I mean, you can buy ships, you can buy upgrades, and uh, there looks to be a hell of a lot of stuff to do in it. Um, I've enjoyed what I've played so far, and I think I will continue until No Man's Sky comes out. Because I bet once you play No Man's Sky, this will feel this will feel so limiting, uh, limited even it, 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 that. Yeah, I don't know. Have you do, do you didn't? Uh, does anyone know much about this game when it come? Because it came out last year. I think it's been around on PC for a bit. Yeah. Hasn't it? Um, it's it's one that I've sort of occasionally seen it in Steam sales, but it's never quite been cheap enough. Um, and I've got it for free, so that's worked out, right? Yeah, definitely try it out because I'd, I'd like to know what you think of it. Um, and yeah, you should yeah. probably try it before you play No Man's Sky because it'll probably destroy yeah, it for you. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Shame. <laughs> but um, yeah, weird, it, it, it's kind of weird, but it's not that it's come out this month um, mm. because it's really similar sort of concepts, but obviously a lot more limited. I mean, it must be doing its job because it's made me more interested in No Man's Sky. So that must be the thought process behind it. I'm just not entirely convinced that that everyone will have the same sort of reaction to it. Weird one. Uh, anyway, that's what I've been playing. Sean? I have been playing Abzu. Awesome. What and is this? And it's it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, yeah. We've yeah. come out some great jokes tonight, Sean. Well done. Yeah, that's good. So I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Uh, so this is a game from uh, I think they're called Giant Squid. Who basically it's uh, some uh, people who broke away from that game company, makers of Flower and Journey. And goodness me, you can tell. Um, like if if you just told someone this was that game company's new game, you would not question them. Um, like just the the look and the feel of it. I mean the soundtracks by Austin Winsory as well. Who did. Um, he did Journey, I think he did Flower as well. Might have made that up, who knows. Um, basically, uh, Journey but underwater. Um, next game. I know what this is now. Everyone's been saying it's Journey but underwater. So what do mm. you actually do then? What's the, what, like, what's the idea behind it? What, what, what's you it out swim on about, uh, Well, it's out on PC and PS4. Right. Um I don't think it's coming to Xbox One because they had some help from Santa Monica Studio, which I think is one of Sony's ones. So what's the what what's um, the concept? Like, what do you have to actually do? 
Do you, is, so has you, it got like you, the online stuff where you meet random people? No, it doesn't have that. Right. Um, it is just you swimming about. Um, this just this guy who you swim around and you find there's like little things in the ground and you do a little action on them and fish come out. That just seems to be like a little bonus extra. Basically, most for the most part, you're finding these little robots who then follow you around, and then they'll sort of cut open obstacles and stuff like that. Like as a game, there's there's really not a lot there. Um, you do just swim about, and it's nice, and it looks amazing, and the soundtrack's beautiful, um, and it's sort of. Like, it is almost, like, it is so, like, like it's lazy to just say, like, oh, it's, it's Journey But Underwater, but it is, like, so similar, like, almost to the point of parody at points. Um, like, the structure of it is almost identical, like, oh, you know, here's the nice opening bit, and then here's a bit where it's, like, a bit fast and exciting, and then here's a bit where it's a bit perilous and nasty, and then here's a bit where it all goes wrong, and then here's a bit where... You come back and it's amazing, and um, and it, again it does that game company's thing that I've always hated, where they make these games that are just really nice, and then they feel the need to put in a bit where actually you can not necessarily die, but it's just really unpleasant. There's like things that can hurt you. Um, yeah, they've done that here, which is just unnecessary, but ninety percent of it. It's just it's just fucking beautiful. Like, I mean, I think I finished it in like three hours, um, which you know it's like fifteen quid. Um, I thought it was well worth it, but if you want more hours out of it, then maybe that's worth considering. Wait for it. I think if, I think it's already like eleven quid on Steam. It's like twenty percent off on its opening week or something. I, I do definitely want to pick it up. Um, I, I mean, I, I've heard nothing but great things uh, about it. Yeah, it's it's just proper fucking nice. Like some of the there's like little set pieces in it as well that are just like the world itself is absolutely stunning anyway. Um, but there's just there's like a couple of really nice sort of like little sort of forced perspective bits that are just absolutely beautiful. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just you know like it, I don't know what that game company are working on at the moment, but if you really enjoy their stuff and you you are up for another one of those. Then absolutely check it do, out. Do you want to hear something mad? It's proper nice. I've never played a, that company game. Oh shit! Oh, shit. You've not played you Flower. Thought, um, um, that game company. No, no. I, I um, I think I had a, I think I had a PS3 when Flower came out, but I never bothered, and then didn't play Journey because I don't think I had a PS3 then. I'm not sure what the crossover was, but oh, um, yeah, no, never played any, any of the games. I'm, sure, I think they are the sort of games that I would absolutely love, actually. But um, Flower's incredible. Like yeah. I, I absolutely loved that game. Um. Yeah, I did, that blew me. I think I preferred that to Journey, you know. Yeah, really? which that's interesting. Yeah, I I think maybe I got wrapped up in the hype a little bit too much with Journey, um, mm-hmm. and I I wouldn't say I was disappointed because I did enjoy it, but I think I found its themes a little bit too obvious. Where Flower was a little yeah. bit more subtle. Well, I say a little bit more subtle. There was that electric pylon scene that kind of yes. <laughs> rammed it down your throat. <laughs> But um, <laughs> other than that, I just I think I like the feeling of uh, flower a lot more than than I did journey. To be honest with you, so I guess yeah. what you're saying is you prefer mm-hmm. the destination than than the journey. Um, Sean, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Sean, you haven't <laughs> played Inside yet. Uh, do you know I played a bit of Inside, but I'm not going to talk about it because I'm still. No, you're not. Because in the, in the group chat we're in, <laughs> he just. I, I mean, he did the most Sean thing ever. <laughs> 
Oh, don't get this. Uh, why, is it, why is this about... Sean, just fucking play yeah, it. Yeah, just get Please. it played and we can talk about it next week. Yeah, no, week. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish it. It was like, basically, it was like, it was really nice sunny day outside, <laughs> which is just wrong, like playing a game like that. You're one, blaming like, the weather. Just like, why am I doing this to myself? Um, I just, I don't know. I think my, my head just wasn't in the right place for it. So I'm going to carry on. Plus, I'm, I don't think I'm at like the really clever bits yet anyway. Don't, don't you read Sean's reviews, uh, Matt? Uh, I, no, I wait One time's out of the 10, they say it's raining outside. 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's too sunny. <laughs> it's too sunny. He's got. Do you know what I mean? Like when it's, when it's a nice day and you're, like, and you're playing a particularly miserable game, and it's just like, oh, I need to just stop this. He's, he's got one of those, um, uh, those glass screen TVs, and the, the sun comes through the, <laughs> it comes through the curtains yeah, and you can't see the help. screen properly. Fucking to, to, to like turn the brightness up to full <laughs> focus, yeah, and that was good. Um, I've also been playing Out There Chronicles. Did any, any of you ever play Out There? Oh, what is that? It was. Have you ever played FTL? What's FTL? Faster than light. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I know it's always been one of those games that that I think I would enjoy if I played it, but you uh, hate it. You think, really? <laughs> yeah, I think you'd hate it. Why is that? I think, I don't know, I just, it's space, it's like, it's, I mean, it's, it's a roguelike, I, I just think you'd hate it. I'm not bad with space, though, am mm. I? I don't mind space. I thought you hated space. <laughs> that, that's a quote. I'm, I'm not bad with space, am I? <laughs> I like space. <laughs> It's more, yeah, because it's more fancy stuff you can't. Yeah, handle, yeah, yeah. It, it's the fancy. Like, yeah. I don't mind being a nerd and that, but it, on, I, you, you hate Star Wars, Star Trek, all that stuff. I don't You're hate interested. it. I've just never seen it. Never like, seen um, Star Wars. I can't. Okay, we've been over this before. I liked. Um, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> what's that fucking game? Mass Effect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. This yeah? Isn't so, okay, so I love all that. Anakin Skywalker's, Darth Vader's, love it. So, so out there, <laughs> the, f- the first one was a, um, it's sort of like a choose your own adventure, um, thing for your phone. Um, but it was like, it was all about, so you, you've like woken up out of cryostasis, uh, in the middle of nowhere and you're trying to get back to earth. Um, and it was all about like flying between these different planets. The reason I mentioned FTL is it's kind of like that, but without any of the combat. So it's all just, it's pure like resource management and like, you know, you you're using fuel every time you jump into a new system. And then it's like making sure you mine planets for certain resources and stuff like that. But there was like little story bits and it was really good. Um, like the writing was sort of wonky. Um, but it was just like, just sort of flying around space and sort of, you know, doing this resource management stuff, but then getting in, there's like little sort of story moments and there was all these like really sort of mad descriptions of like weird sort of cosmic shit that was going on around you, like sort of incomprehensible sort of phenomena. Um, this Out There Chronicles is set in the same sort of universe, but it's like a much more straight-laced choose-your-own-adventure game where you like, rather than just being, you know, oh, you are just guy in a ship and there's not really any other characters um this is like you you play as a character with a name and a past and a story and um and it's really good sure. really enjoying it what, it's what, what's it on it is it, it's on i'm playing it on android and it's oh, android it's, now it's not another playstation 4 exclusive then no okay. you'd be glad to hear just <laughs> buy a fucking playstation james <laughs> jesus it's, it's like like you're saying that the, you know 
I don't know, you're wife's allergic, so you can't buy own one or something. Like, you, hey? We're not going to feel sorry for you <laughs> if you haven't got, that you can't play PS4 games when there's a simple solution, isn't there? Give me 250 quid and I'll buy one. No, just use your own money. <laughs> <laughs> just buy one. Um, you, but you buy so much shit. That it's you not true. Could, you do. Oh, I've got an Apple Watch, it tells me. Just buy a PlayStation. It's about the same price. <laughs> Do you need an Apple Watch for? You don't fucking need one. That's the answer. Are you fucking moaning about it all day, every day on fucking interface? That's and then true. you're sitting there going, oh, I can't afford a PlayStation. Hold on, what time is it? Oh. Exactly. I, can, I know what the time is in different places in the world right now. <laughs> Fair play. I can, also, I can also have a look and see how much exercise I haven't done today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're literally the most pointless person in the world to have a, a an Apple Watch. Um, it's not very nice. Again, it's about their chronicles. Yeah. It's <laughs> so although it's for the most part, it's just pretty typical choose your own adventure thing, talking to people, getting into weird situations and stuff. It does like a little bit of the sort of sort of like the resource management stuff in in the original out there, in that you'll be. Like you'll be in a situation and be like, right, I've got thirty minutes to do such and such a thing, and like generally in these games, that's basically bollocks. Like it just says that to sort of do a bit of sort of artificial tension, and then like you'll pick an option to like say something to a character, and then it'll be like, right, twenty nine minutes, twenty seven minutes, <laughs> and you're like, oh fuck, like I've actually got to actually like I've got to think about what I'm doing. Or similarly, there's like a bit where. Um, you're floating out in space and like every action you take is sort of reducing your oxygen a bit um, and it's just yeah it's just really nicely done and it's really cool like the the character you play as um, is an absolute fucknut like he's absolutely he's mental like he's <laughs> like you can you can mostly play him like diplomatically um, but yeah he's he's insane an absolute <laughs> which is weirdly weirdly refreshing no less yeah. That's the um, episode this week. So yeah, I mean, I'm only like I'm only an hour in or so, but yeah, I'm. I'm properly How many episodes are there going to be, Sean? Uh, I've no idea. I think if, I think this is just one standalone thing. Cool. Well, I've just found out that um, the music was composed by Siddhartha Barnhorn, so I'm buying this. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, Barney. Oh, Barnhorn. Love his first album. Brilliant. <laughs> City Barnes. Classic Barnhorn. Silicock. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably never going to play that, but there you go. No, no. Show about that one. Right, okay. Um, that's what we've been playing this week. We should get on to questions because it's getting mighty late. It is. Okay, we've got a couple of emails. So Hello. I'll go with this first. Okay, so we've got, first of all, we've got, will the lack of traditional console generations going forward stifle creativity and hold back developers from f- fully utilising the new hardware? I know at this point nothing has been made of, uh, made official, but it seems as though all Neo stroke, uh, Scorpio games will also have to run on their predecessors. This would signal that developers will be locked into only using the new hardware to improve gra- graphics, when it could instead be used to experiment with gameplay, AI, bigger, more populated game worlds, etc. Do you see this as a problem? Uh, do you think MS or Sony will allow exclusives that fully utilise the machines, or perhaps exclusive gameplay features, etc., on the new machines? And if the consoles really can only improve graphics, would this be enough for you to invest another four to five hundred pounds on day one from Stu? Um, I mean, I mentioned this when we were sort of discussing what the point of these new consoles were, 
and I kind of I kind of agree with um the listener there in that I my my concern is that what's the point in having a brand new powerful console when I don't think they're going to be utilized to full effect? Do you know I what think I mean? they definitely will though. You think they will? Yeah, but the, the, the emails from Stu, that was from SMW Earth on Twitter. Um I think they definitely will. I, I think that in terms of nothing officially has been said, they have officially said that all games will work on uh, on Xbox, for instance. They said that 360 games, uh, sorry, Xbox One games will work on the new Scorpio and Xbox One Xbox One S games, of course, will also work on both those platforms. But I, I think that they definitely will. I think for the first few months, they'll just be like more... Um, like PC games on Mac settings, they'll look better, maybe slightly improved frame rates. But I think you'll get to a point where the back of the box, if if people still buying physical games, the the back of the box will say Xbox One can do this version. Xbox One Scorpio can have, you know, 128 players and improved frame rates or improved resolutions. They are absolutely definitely going to take a full advantage of these consoles. It's just that when you buy the Xbox One version, um. Or yeah, yeah, but or if you play an Xbox One game in the Xbox One Scorpio, it would just it just won't look as good as a proper Scorpio version or a Scorpio exclusive game. Are they? I thought they said that there'd be no exclusive games for. Yeah, I know they said that now, but yeah, but I mean, they, they, they were ha- of course they were absolutely take advantage of these systems in some way because I was I was what's the point of if it's just yeah as as as, uh, as Stu said if it's just slightly slightly improved graphics what's the point. They're going to have to take advantage of these. But how much is that going to bum you out as, as someone that, that bought a console recently and suddenly there's going to be features that your console that you've purchased and invested in suddenly can't take advantage of that? Oh, what? I mean, it, what, what, it, could this, annoying, what could yeah. the Scorpio possibly do to allow more players to play on... Um, online, well, okay, I don't the cloud, isn't it? That was probably a poor example because that, that, that's more going to be like server, uh, sort of um, server stuff as, as opposed to like the graphical grunt of a machine. But yeah, they will definitely have tons of you know added features that the that the Xbox version works won't have. Xbox and then how 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 far into that can they go without pissing off their existing customers? That's a good question. I think it is going to piss people off, but but I'm not I'm not sure when they would. It's going to be really interesting to see when they do start to do start to add these exclusive features. I mean, obviously with the Xbox One S coming out this week, um, some people have actually said that it does give like an extra nine or ten frames a second. I know that's not huge, but um, but these things are starting to come out that actually maybe it does slightly improve games, and um, I think that's only, that's definitely going to increase the Scorpio. Yeah, and I mean, I, I do think they'll be better. I just worry that I think it's easier to develop for a... a if you've got two um, consoles and one's more powerful than the other and you're developing for both, it's a lot easier to develop for the weaker console and then port it over than the other way around. Um, and I just kind of think... Well, what, 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 what was that? You think it's easier to do it for Xbox One and... Port a and then port it to Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah, no, no surely it's better to do Scorpio and like tone everything down. Yeah, but how easy is it to tone it down and know that it runs smoothly? We well, have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> we don't, but it's got. I mean, <laughs> logically thinking, and I'm just oh, logically thinking. thinking. Oh, sorry, I, I wasn't sure. No, I wasn't what, aware what of I'm saying thinking. is that surely, surely, <laughs> but developing for the weaker console, 
you would expect the more powerful console to run whatever you've developed for the weaker console, right? Um, no, no, not necessarily. I don't think, I think without knowing, I, I, I don't think there's any way of saying that one way or the other. Really? But, yeah, I, I don't think so. Sean, James, any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> like, what I'm saying um, is that say you've got, say you've got one, you, say you've got two PCs, Sean, and one's more powerful yeah. than the other. If you yeah. develop a game that runs on the weaker PC, surely the stronger PC will be fine running that. Because, I mean, the architecture's still got to be pretty similar, yeah, right? Yeah, of, of course. Of course, that makes yeah. sense. It'll definitely be able to run it. So doing it the other way around surely would be a harder thing to do, no? I just think they're going to aim for the top spec and then, like, scale down because they're going to... Because, because yeah. They're gonna, it's, it's like, you know, game makers are developing games for based on like, the most powerful PCs. They're not... You know, they're developing for machines with, like, you know, tons of RAM and... And, and like 1080 graphics cards and whatnot, they're not they're not developing for the mid range. They're developing for yeah, the top range. Yeah, but that's that's a different market, down. isn't it? That's a more fractured market. But, no, We're but talking I think about... it's gonna be like that. I think they're ba- this is gonna be like the PC max max sort of um, max settings like our argument. Yeah, they're gonna develop for that, and then Xbox One will have um, will be sort of you know mid mid spec or whatever. But they're they're probably gonna be developing for Scorpio, which is top spec. See, you kind of get that with the, okay, this is like totally different, but with the 3DS as well, with like the 3DS and the new 3DS, because if you look at yeah. like Hyrule Warriors, that that was clearly like wherever they developed that album was on like the new 3DS hardware, because it runs terribly on the on the other one. It's, yeah, um, but yes. it's, it's, I mean, as you said at the time, you were fucking well pissed off with that. It, well, no, because I, I was playing it on the new hardware, and it was still bad, and I was just imagine how bad it would be on the on the old hardware. Oh, right, okay. I don't know. I just don't. I I don't know. I think it's a little bit different when you've got the install base that the Xbox One's got. It's obviously going to take a while for the Scorpio to catch up. And I just kind of think at that point, developers are going to want to be trying to please as many people to get as many sales as possible, than risking making a game that will run like shit on the old hardware. Yeah, exactly. It's just they're they're just going to be constantly juggling this this thing of making the purchase of the newer console worthwhile whilst not pissing off people who haven't upgraded It's weird, isn't it? Which is just, that's just something developers are going to have to feel out and <laughs> it's going to be a strange couple of years. It, it's already happening with um, Forza Horizon 3 is the first game that's going to have HDR mm-hmm. properly on um, um, embedded within the game. It's going to be coded, it's going to be made with HDR in mind. The new Xbox has that, mm. um, so we're not going to see it. So we're already missing out on some features, and, and you know, by, by all, by all me, you know, apparently HDR does look stunning on these games. Yeah, but, but that's I, I I think that's slightly different. I mean, some of the stuff it that is slightly sat- different, but it's an example of how it's already happening. Hmm. We'll have to see. I don't no? know. I okay. don't think we'll officially have a good view of this until we see what it's like. We don't know which way they're going to go with it. We don't know how well Scorpio games are going to run. You know, games that have been developed for Scorpio are going to run on 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 the current hardware. We we're literally a year away from experiencing that. Yeah. Um, I just I I'm 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 not as optimistic as you are, Matt, on this. Well, I, I, we can say that about life, though, can't we? But uh, as, as speaking about the new consoles, um, <laughs> the, the, the rumor is the current rumor is that Neo will be announced on the seventh of September. Um, so it potentially within a month's time. When, when do you reckon it'll be out yeah. by? Uh, that's that's the weird thing because I, 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 you know the, the, all the rumors have been that it'll be out before Christmas this year. I mean, if that's the case, is it going to be a Scorpio-like upgrade? 
or the rumored Scorpio upgrade, or is it going to be like a 4K HDR PS4, maybe like slightly redesigned model? What's that? Like a Xbox S yeah, yeah. update. I, I feel like if it's out this year, it's I I've got to you've got to imagine it's more of an S upgrade rather than like a full fully fledged mm. huge thing. See, am I the only person that's like really kind of happy with this with this direction? Like with this sort of incremental updates thing, because I quite I quite like it. Why? I don't know how I feel about it. It's like I say, it's, I feel like we need a few years <laughs> to sort of see how this is going to pan out. Like I understand um, what Stu's saying about the you know will it hold back developers from fully utilizing the new hardware? Because as we all know, you see the best stuff on a console after like yeah, ten years yeah, yeah. or whatever. But if we're just getting like a you know hardware refresh every sort of what three four years something like that, surely the end result is that games are just going to keep looking better and being more complex anyway. Yeah, but are we going to get a moment like when you first booted up GTA Five on the your Xbox three hundred and sixty that was eight <laughs> years old at the time, and you're sitting there going, "How? How is this possible?" Yeah, or you know, like Shadow of the Colossus on the PS two or whatever, just like. This shouldn't be happening. Yeah. yeah but then, does that, that matter? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> well, what's the benefit well, of that? Is yeah. the benefit just it's a good-looking game, or it's a big jump? If if we're constantly seeing improvements, it's gonna look good regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a huge jump. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, there was a follow-up email to that, wasn't there? No. Nope. All oh, right. Okay. I thought you emailed again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was busy at work today. Well, next question. Okay, we got uh, to the panel. If the computer game show. Kane and Rince chat very good and Midnight Resistant hosts were to have a fight who would be crowned the hardest podcast this fight will be a no holds barred brawl with no weapons and no kicks to the bollocks any other tactics are permitted including psychological warfare to distract or enrage your opponents note you can't use John Denton just oh, because he's been a was... oh. guest <laughs> we all know he'd wipe the floor with everyone he would. the podcast can only use their regular hosts in the fight also, Sean has to choose who he's going to represent. Sean, who are you representing in this fight? Well, we've been through this. I'd have to represent... Right, well, then we win. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, well, hang on, right. So, the thing with Midnight Resistance is, obviously, we've lost Andy, and that's a blow, but we've gained Chris, so... Maybe. Chat very good, only get out of bed once a month, so forget yeah, that. Forget, no, forget that. Chat very good. I mean, great podcast. I, I can shit beat the fires. shit out of all of them. <laughs> uh, but Kane yeah, and Rince, like 40 numbers, mate. Shit like numbers, yeah. <laughs> 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 also, I've met Leon. He's really tall. He will destroy me. He is. He is tall, but... Nah. I, 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 I think we got this down. It's Kane and Rince all the way. <laughs> I, 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 I'm mm. going team... I'm, doing, I'm going Kane and Rince. Really? There's loads of them. <laughs> yeah, but half of them you could just soldiers. knock out with one punch. <laughs> You're not you crazy. Fight. You can't punch four men out. <laughs> I, I can with one throw. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> can, boy. Yeah, but like, but if Leon Cox was like legitimately upset with you, you telling me you wouldn't just be like, sorry, Leon, sorry, sir, sorry, sorry. I'd be gutted if I upset Leon Cox like legitimately. Exactly. I'd be absolutely exactly. gutted. Um, but at the same time, if it's a fight. Batter the shit out of it. <laughs> what if the whole fight had to be in um, 0.5 speed as well? <laughs> oh, shit. It'd be too funny. That's where Kane and Rincher are the most powerful. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we got we got this down. Look, look, boys, if you came to QPR away with me a couple of seasons ago, you'd understand <laughs> that this is a mismatch from the start. Know what I mean? Fucking pint glass through there, Ed. Right, next question. Okay, we've been with the tweets now. Um, Jamin Tassett's got a, a theory about where Sean's been. He was just wondering if you were missing because Tramir Rovers under-21s have been playing like recently. Uh, well, no, because I didn't have the internet. I was gutted to miss it was that on game. B- B- it wasn't on BT Sport. Yeah, apparently on BT went Sport. went to the match so, um... to see the, the under-train was live. Because <laughs> you're interested about the new the new breeder player. the new Because I'm the you know, number the one super base. fan. Yeah, well, Too busy yeah. editing the fanzine. Yeah, that you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all out. Sticking it together with Pritch. You had an absolute cracker of an opening game, Sean. What a way hmm? to start. Did I? Was it 2 0? I'll pretend you don't know, Sean. <laughs> You're not above it, Sean. Come on, you trend. No. Oh, no, yeah. wait, hold on. I think. It's 25th... the Super White Army. It was oh, the, yeah. 25th oh, yeah. the fourth. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you lost 3 2, actually. Oh, well, that's, that's Le- not very Le- good, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, you really are becoming a football fan. No, no, that was actually last game of last season. I think I looked it up today and you'd won 2 0. So, congratulations. Yeah. But you oh, can't cheers. wait for the next football match. No, I can't. <laughs> against, Enjoy the point. Who, sure. Against the enemy football Eastley. team. Eastley, that's who you're playing. The mighty Eastley. Yeah. Where do you, where the, is Eastley even real? It's real. Is that, is that oh, a it's place? real, baby. It's <laughs> fucking real. Next question. Nintendo's headquarters used to be there for the when they were the games. But anyway. Um, what? Go on. It's true. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what you <laughs> said. <laughs> It's where the headquarters used to be no, when Nintendo. it used to be the games. No, you know, you know, like a long time ago when before Nintendo like had like proper like Nintendo Europe, they used to distribute their stuff through a company called the Games. You know that, right? No, obviously not. Okay, well they were they obviously were not. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the spite in his voice then? <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> Go on. Anyway, let's move on. We got Darth Gamer. <laughs> I love says, the fact that whenever James doesn't want to continue with some chat, it just goes, right, don't move on now. End of conversation. <laughs> God. Darth Gamer says, if each of the hosts of the podcast were a game, which game would they be and why? Uh, good question. Matt would be, uh, what's a really stupidly happy all the time game? <laughs> also, what's the most cynical game you've ever played, Sean? <laughs> what, what is it? I don't know. A uh, cynical game? I was trying to think. Because that's James. Whatever game <laughs> we, we did guess that's where it I was think, going. I think, <laughs> I think Farley is basically the Game of Thrones game, yeah, isn't he? Is, yeah, Because it's just constantly you thought this would go all right, as fuck. but it won't. <laughs> 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 sure. I imagine Matt would be like Dance Dance Revolution or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's you know? a good shout. Yeah, we love Katamari. Mm. Oh, like yeah, Bishy Bashy Special. Because mm. <laughs> it's just like, oh, fucking hell. Um, uh, Sean would be, I'm trying to think of a game that's incredibly boring and not very popular. <laughs> 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 I oh, know F1 2016. Not played it. Yes. <laughs> but that's Sean. <laughs> Just very straight down the line. 
think Dave um, mysteriously still keeps putting out new releases. No one really knows why. Just about above the job. (laughs) (laughs) Me, I'd be Titanfall, wouldn't I? Conker's Bad Fur Day. (laughs) That's a better show. Thinks it's cool. (laughs) State of emergency. Really, it's just obvious poo jokes. Yeah. Yeah, good shout. Fair. I'm happy with that. Next question. Okay, so Brown Bullet says, uh, in light of Chet's gaming preferences in the last episode, do you think single-player gaming will be a thing of the past? Can I just say that I I didn't pick this up when we were recording, but several times throughout that podcast, Chet um, announced that he only plays multiplayer shooters. Then during what you've been playing, named two single-player games. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) One like gun game. And one, what was the other game? Prison Architect. Prison Architect. It was a uh, prison. That Architect, famous yeah. multiplayer super <laughs> the famous shooter. shooter, Prison Architect. Yeah, what a load of nonsense that man talks. Um, uh, no. did, is it? No, absolutely not. Don't be silly. No. Anyone that thinks that is wrong. All right. Welcome to the computer game show. Next question. Okay, for living. This last one. Mason says. Given that it's been weeks since Brexit and Theresa May has had a month as PM, which game would you like to see get an HD remake? Hello, Sean. <laughs> Bloody good question. Uh, I think, given the uh, current circumstances, I think if Skate 3 were to get an HD remake, that's a good really shout. Good. Very good shout. That would probably mm. save the country. Yeah, it would. It would certainly it'd make me feel less yeah, uh, miserable. Out, definitely. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Matt. Talk yeah, your fucking but, shit. You know, um, you know, iTunes. It's um, you can go on there and you can leave a review for the for the podcast if you want. We haven't had a review in Yonks, so we go have on iTunes. Leave we a have. review, subscribe, share, etc. We, we had two uh, recently. Well, I don't read them. I just assume not to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're also on Pocket Cast if you want to subscribe, and you're on Android and you hate iTunes, which is understandable because it is a big pile of shit. Um, emails we'd love your emails the email address is thecomputergameshow at gmail.com we are at computergamepod on twitter follow us for lively bamps every day will you please uh, facebook.com slash computergameshow if you want zero engagement which is uh, what facebook has given us right now and we're youtube.com slash computergameshow which is where you'll find archives of the streams we do hopefully Dave will uh, do a Metal Gear Solid stream in the week and that'll be up on there as well this is as... easily the worst bit of the show isn't it as, well, I, yeah. what, what should I do <laughs> It's housekeeping. Yeah. It's got to be done. done. That's it, done. Just go... Look, you've upset It is bad, though, isn't it? Now what am I going to do? It's just, like, (laughs) listing shit. And it's the same shit every week. And no one does it. It's just... (laughs) All you've got to say... But it it makes us sound like... It's like... You know, like small-time podcasts who decide to start putting adverts on (laughs) just because it makes them sound like this American life. (laughs) Matt did that. Matt wanted us to get, (laughs) what was it? Squarespace. Yeah, I want to get get some of that cash money. Yeah, but I said to you at the time, if we're getting paid for it, then good. But we weren't. It would only be if someone signed (laughs) up using our code. (laughs) This isn't the conversation for the pod. Yes, it is. Well, fuck that. <laughs> if you want to advertise on, on our show, get email us, computer game, what is it? Computer game show, is it? Listen to the bit at the end of the show and you might, you might know. Just email us on google.com and we'll, we'll sort something out. Just give us, I don't know, 50 quid. No, less than that. That's too much, isn't it? We should say minimum 40 quid because then we each get a tenner. Should we say that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be, yes, yeah, as long as it's easily divisible. If you want to advertise on the show, 40 quid. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> 40 quid, mate. Yeah, are we going to have any restrictions on different stuff? Because I don't want to advertise Squarespace. It's I hate the sound of those adverts. Uh, they're terrible, aren't they? Well, I was going to say, they have to let us read it out. That's the... We'll we'll take the script and no, we reserve the right quid. to No, for 40 quid, it. they can send their own one in. I don't give a fuck. If it's 40 quid, it's 40 <laughs> quid, mate. That's a tenner a week. That's like free coffee for me. So, um, yeah, get in touch. Computergamepod at Gmail. Um, <laughs> the computer... No one's going to want to be associated with this. <laughs> the, <laughs> the computer game show at gmail.com. Also, and I like this the most out of all of this. It's better than Twitter and Facebook and that. If you know someone that likes computer games that might like this podcast, just let them know. Just send, say, oh, I listen to the computer game show. It's good. And then that way we'll get more listeners. If you all did that, we'd get double the amount of listeners. You know that. Work that out. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for living it. <laughs> Thanks for living it. 40 quid. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> oh. Total disaster at the end. <laughs>